Hello and welcome to FTP for Triathlon People. I'm Morgan. I'm Cameron. We are still in our home. Yeah. On our bed, in our mattress. In our inside of in the mattress. None of that. Just tucked in. Cam's all tucked in, ready for bed. But yeah, we're coming to you from Gobo, Boulder, Colorado. Um, this is episode 19. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah, and today it's a lot of news updates, that sort of stuff. No, nothing exciting like the interview last week, but it'll be good. So our first segment, I'll just hop right into it. Um, Kim, you've got the the list. You have I've got the, the agenda. Um, but we're going to do a quick Cam's Corner. Oh my gosh, we haven't had a Cam's Corner in, it's been ages. I know. So um, SRAM Zip, they announced a couple of new products this last week. Um, I'll start with the, what I think are probably the less cool ones. Um, SRAM announced a new thing called ETAP Multi-Clicks. Um, and what they basically are is it looks like a new type of like, um, blips, like the first one, like the ones that Morgan and I have on our bikes are just called, I think they're just called blips. No, they're blips and clicks. And this was like a huge issue when I was building my bike is because I was like, I want four blips. And they're like, well, you can't have four blips. You can have two blips and two clicks. And I was like, you know what I'm asking for. Yeah. So we have, we have the ETAP clicks on our arrow bars. Which are like little buttons up top. Uh-huh. And, and then, then there we are have blips. blips on our base bar. Oh, our I drops. always call that drops. On our drops. Yeah, whatever. On our base bar. Um, and there, I don't know why Stray makes it so confusing. <laughs> clicks and blips. And there's another thing like fast clicks. Now there's multi-clicks. Anyways, the new ones are called multi-clicks. Um, and they're basically shifting buttons. So this is yeah. where the like mechanical shifting comes in. It's like you press both of them to shift up or down, like in the big cog, and then you press one or the other to shift up or, shift up or down in the yeah. chain They basically, ring. Yeah, right? yeah. Wait, wait, there was the chain ring and then the cassette. The cassette is what I'm talking about when I say chain ring. <laughs> Anyways. This one, it seems like it can basically like mold onto any rounded surface. So like in like their pictures, they show it on like the the like base of a like normal road bike handlebar with like a lot of triathlete ones. They they wouldn't work because they're not perfectly round like that. Like they're super streamlined, mm-hmm. but they could go out where your brakes are on on a lot of bikes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, they seem to basically only be formulated to be underneath your bars um and i mean i don't really understand what the purpose is other than to like like latch on underneath that like that rounded space yeah like pipe almost yeah i just don't understand because it seems like the exact same thing as the blips blips that we have except that they're like more pronounced they're like clunkier yeah the blips that we have are like it's like hard to tell it's not hard to tell but it's like you have to press like almost exactly in the middle to in order to like feel it pop sort of to know that it shifted but this seems more like like a like a playstation controller button yeah like it's really true. pronounced it's like what are they like l and r yeah that's what it looks like i wonder though i think we might have been kind of hacking our bikes with the blips i don't think so that's what it's meant for because because oh. the blip box that all these things connects with and also these new multi-clicks are compatible with both the normal e-tap um, um, blip box and then the ETAP axis blip box. 
So you can get them on either of them. Um, but yeah, I guess the only thing that I would be interested to see is if that actually has any benefit on aerodynamics. I don't think it's a benefit. I think it's probably about the same. Because like where I have my blips installed, I think it... I don't know. But I, think I don't think it like, would make that big of a difference. And I think these just seem... I don't know. What they're so think? much bigger. These ones are? Yeah. No, I think these are smaller. These Ours look, are just like little like bottle caps. Yeah, but the buttons, I think these buttons are smaller than what we currently have. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. I thought this was a weird announcement. But whatever. They're but whatever. making they did. some sort of progress. The second thing, which is actually really cool. Um, LR, if expensive. Yeah, if expensive. But um, they are the new... Let me get the name right. So Zip announced... They're new aero bars. They're called the, I'm going to say VUCA Shift Axis 90. I think that's how you say it. Um, but basically, it is like a, it's as close to like a 3D printed aero bar as you can get without having it fully 3D printed, I would say. As of now, this like, it looks like a lot of the 3D printed ones, like what Patrick Longa had in Kona in... 2018 it looks sort of like that um like the middle of the bar isn't perfectly round it's like sort of fits with your forearm and it's like a little longer or like i don't know how to even say it like more like hot dog style and aerodynamic yeah i just said hot dog style but um they seem pretty cool um, they I mean, I'm looking at the picture and I literally don't know what you mean by hot dog style. Like, like the, the place where your forearms are, uh-huh. like in the middle of the bar yeah. that sort of curve up, yeah. they're like flat. They're like aerodynamic. Like our yeah. frames are it aerodynamic. Like, it's like a, like, a, like a resting place for your arms. Yeah. But I'm saying like the actual shape of the bar isn't like ours, like a perfect cylinder. Yeah. It's like, like, like a switched. teardrop shape. Yeah. yeah. Like aerodynamic. Um, I still don't really understand why the teardrop shape is more aerodynamic. Like why a flattened back end and a pointy front end is more aero. I don't know. But it is. They've done the testing, of course. Um, But the cool thing about these, there's a couple cool things, I think. But they also fit into basically any normal, like like acceptor like aero bar acceptor hub thing i don't know what the actual proper term is but it's that same normal cylinder shape so you can put them on basically any like bike that has aero bars on it um the cool thing is that in that like part where your forearm sort of is resting like in the middle of your forearm it's like the axis blip box so instead of having to house your blip box like morgan has hers behind her like Behind her arm pads and like behind the like on the almost on like the top tube, sort of like on your I don't know almost on like your stem sort of area. It's the first part of my bike that doesn't move with the handlebars. Yes, um, that's where it's mounted, and this one is just completely integrated into the aero bar itself, which I think is pretty neat. Um, another thing is that I don't I don't know how they didn't really go into details about it, but it seems like there's like a little like a little branch that comes out of that little axis blip box unit and you can attach um a garmin or a wahoo or i think there was another basically apparently it was compatible with almost every bike computer part and you can just mount a little 
like Garmin mount onto it. So it makes it a little more streamlined. I thought that you don't have to print out some custom 3D printed Garmin mount in order to fit it onto your fancy aero bars. So I thought that was really cool. Um, they also come with the grips already on them. So sort of like what Canyon has on their base bars. It's like a not grip tape. It's just like a foamy material. I don't know if you can buy replacements of that, but I'm sure that it's like lighter and more aerodynamic and probably doesn't get as dirty and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool stuff. But the downside of that aero bar is that they are $850. So a lot of money. But yeah. Anyways, our next segment, um, we wanted to talk about how Boulder is still struggling more than ever about social distancing. Oh my gosh. We went on to a run today and it was just like chaos. Chaos. Like utter chaos. Yeah. You can continue. I feel like I've said everything I have to say. It, it was just like, I don't know. It was, it was just like, it basically if you don't live with the people that you're running or cycling with or doing anything with, you shouldn't be with those people. And it's just like, they're just these groups. Nobody's like practicing social distancing. It's they're just like, clearly pals. Like, oh, yeah, clearly they're friends. clearly friends. Yeah, I don't know. And then it's on top crazy. of all of that, this is something I care about a lot, but Cam doesn't care about a lot. I think there's a way that we can all be outside and do so responsibly. That is when you see someone walking, running, biking toward you, mm -hmm. get as far over to your side, which we've already talked about on this podcast. On trails, you stay to the right. On roads, it depends on what vehicle you're using. But like... I don't understand why I see so many people walking on the left side of the path, and I just like I, it absolutely blows my mind. Yeah. It's like what are you? What are you? What world are you living in? And then you have some people who just take up the entire trail, right? Like like, like you have like a ten foot across, like basically it's like a gravel road, mm -hmm. and Karen and her husband Dave are taking up the entire road and their dogs are in the middle. And it's like, if there's a cyclist, they're going to run over your dog. And you guys are like with your hiking poles, just like. Well, we had, wild. I mean, I think you're talking about two specific people today. Who, oh, yeah. Like we were trying to get around them. They were visibly older folks. And I think I personally. Visibly not outdoorsy. Well, either. not even that. I'm just saying like, I'm trying to be more conscious of not getting really close to old people right now. Yeah. And, like, trying to do my best to, like, not, ha like, give any opportunity to infect them with anything, right? right? And, like, literally, what's his name? Dave? Uh, yeah, Dave. Dave was in the him. middle of the trail, like, dead center. And Karen... Karen, yeah. Karen was, like, somehow off to the left, but also taking up half of, like, the other half. So they were taking up, at this point... Like, what's a big fraction? They're Not, like, bigger like, than two-thirds. They are probably taking up, like, 80% of, <laughs> of the path. And, uh, yeah, Karen had her skiing poles for some yeah, reason yeah. Um, and was really struggling. And I just, like, I keep seeing these memes that go around right now, too, that are, like, um, COVID happens and, like, Everybody everyone's becomes... like, it's time for me to start running. 
And like every everybody's a marathon runner all of a sudden. Yeah, and I just I totally I'm not trying to call people out on wanting to get fresh air and like time outside. And I recognize that like going to trails and going to parks seems like the best thing to do right now to like be away from other people. And yeah. it seems like an an outlet. Um, and I do also want to state for the record that I think it's really important that people are able to get like fresh air and a walk and like a moment that feels normal. But I also think that like, if you are not used to being out in those spaces, like folks need to exercise more caution and common sense. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. People are clearly losing their minds. I was just blown away. This is the busiest I've ever seen the trails today. There was the parking lot was full, and then there was a line of like fifteen cars out on the on the dirt road. road. Yeah, it was just it was. It seemed like everybody and their mom decided to like build their bike today and take (laughs) them and the their family and their cousins and their extended cousins from Alabama, and (laughs) it was like literally everybody was here. It was crazy, but. That's why things continue to get canceled and delayed. And that leads us right into the next topic, which mm-hmm. is more canceled races. So we had a like pretty extensive <laughs> list. What was that? Two, two episodes ago. Two yeah. episodes ago. So that was as of what? I think it was March 20th. Let me, yeah. Let me just 22nd. March 22nd. So recorded. now these are updates since March 22nd of canceled, postponed, delayed races i think the biggest one is the olympics yeah i think we talked about that we didn't we didn't talk about that they were canceled I but think, we posted two about days it. later yeah we posted about so it. cam actually you brought it up and you were like i think they're gonna be canceled and then like 24 hours after we had sent the audio away it was like it was olympics canceled. are postponed it's crazy i mean so that's june they're gonna be summer 2021 what's as funny right about now. that is I made the same sort of prediction, remember, about when they need to decide about the carbon shoes? I know. They're wow. listening. Oh, <laughs> speaking of carbon shoes, I saw someone today no. on our run wearing a pair Cam's of the- going to be mean. What, how much are they? $275 Alpha Flies that you can't even like buy yet. Unless Out for a run on the gravel trails. No, he wasn't on gravel. He uh. was on cement, um, but he was definitely holding- You don't be mean. <sighs> And we've talked about the fact that, let's just say he was running six-minute miles, okay? Yeah. So let's say without them, theoretically, he'd be running six 40-minute miles, Mm -hmm. right? So let's be fair to everyone who has these shoes, is considering getting these shoes, whatever. All right. They're your own marginal gains. They're not like marginal gains against Cam's best times. But but it has been shown the faster that you run, the the more like efficient and whatever they are like well it's also more... been shown the heavier you are the better your gains are right yeah I, I would say up to a point it's not like you have to be heavier to use them it's like if you're too light they won't work properly right. at least so we've heard right. but anyways all i'm saying is this guy clearly did not seem to be utilizing he's just out for like a leisurely jog and i think these maybe shoes... he Feels cool. Kim. I know, but I, I'm just saying the race shoes and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. angry to see these people just like using them as like trainers. It's like it makes you angry because you can't afford them and you wish you had them as race shoes. Yeah, but like yeah. you shouldn't be using these. Like that's just like driving a Ferrari on I don't even know. 
driving a Ferrari in Delaware, to, Ohio. In Delaware, Ohio <laughs> to go what? Go to the Hamburger Inn and back. <laughs> so ridiculous. Ugh. All right. Anyways, canceled races. Canceled races. <laughs> um, okay, so the Olympics is my big one here. Um, postponed until summer 2021. The other big thing that happened in light of all of this, which we'll get to later, but is that Ironman created this like virtual racing thing that happened over the last two weeks as well. Um, On the same note as the Olympics, but less important because they're postponed, is that Canada said they were not going to send any athletes if the game still went on. The U.S. did something similar. They like, um, I think we posted about it too. They were... They sent, like, a letter to the IOC. I think both USA Track and Field and USA Swimming both said, like, we we highly recommend, uh, like, delaying it. But anyways. Um, All right. And then 70.3 Hawaii has been rescheduled to August. 70.3 Victoria has been rescheduled. Um, 70.3 Alcudia, Mallorca, and Barcelona. (laughs) Did I pronounce that so badly? Mallorca. Oh, um, sorry. And, and 70.3 Barcelona have been postponed. Florida, 70.3 Borda, Florida rescheduled. Lanzarote is canceled, which is kind of shocking to me. I wonder, yeah, canceled. That's like a, the big, like, well, the they're flag, said right? if, if they're rescheduled, you get, or if they're postponed or rescheduled, you get like an automatic, you get an entry to the this next year's year. race. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you can't make that, then you get the next year. The if deferral. it's canceled, then you get the deferral to the next year. Okay. So people aren't Still losing out here yeah. necessarily, but yeah. Um, especially because that, I don't know. It was scheduled for May 23rd. Hmm. Okay. Crazy. Um, so Lanzarote, Iron Man canceled. Um, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> Dear best. No. I am terrible. That's French, isn't it? Yeah. You do it. All? Iron Man 70.3. I in Provence. Oui, oui. I don't know how to say it. Uh, um, that what? has been. So these have all been moved to the fall. Uh-huh. Um, that's rescheduled for September 27th. Marbella. Really? Yes. Wow, I was going to say Marbella. Um, October 25th, 70.3 Barcelona will be held on October 4th. And Cam, can you just... I don't know. They Claudia re- Mallorca the... is rescheduled to October 31st. Yeah, that's the one I struggled with last, a moment ago. Another heavy hitter. Um, oh yeah, Challenge Roth canceled, which I know... Had a huge lineup. I mean, they had people committing to it on Instagram stories, like, I will be at Roth. Yeah, it was like a huge press conference. Anyways, that's been canceled and I think there was like I don't think, I don't know if there was drama regarding I think everybody's basically just deferred to the next year. But I thought there was initially some like drama and pullback about that because I'm sure they're losing a lot of money. And I think people also that's like a race that you it's like a once in a lifetime race sort of thing. So I know a lot of people like mm-hmm. register like at midnight when it opens and it sells out in like two minutes. I mean it's kind of like a Kona. Yeah. So in a lot of ways. So I think. Um, some people are initially like kind of angry that they might not be able to race it next year. I don't know. Basically, it, everything worked out and it's all good now. But it's still a huge bummer. But it, yeah, it's still canceled. Um, seventy point three Gulf Coast is postponed. Um, 
Iron Man Tulsa postponed. 70.3 Chattanooga rescheduled. 70.3 Virginia's Blue Ridge. Is that a new race? That was new. Was that new just They've last been year? postponed. 70.3 Virginia's Blue Ridge has been postponed. That was new last year. Because I, I know originally we were looking at that race, but we didn't know if we were going to be in D.C. or Colorado. Thank so we goodness we're not in D.C. anymore. Yeah. Um, 70.3 Connecticut postponed. Challenge St. Poulton uh-huh. and Heilbronn. Nice. Canceled. Yes. Whew. Um, and then this is the big one for me that I just saw today. That was just announced, looks like, on Friday. Yeah. World Triathlon has suspended all activity until June 30th, so, which we think will impact races until June 30th. Yeah. Like all, all, even non-WTS races. I don't know what I don't know if that is... WTS or like the WTC, which includes the WTS and Iron Man. Oh. But we haven't gotten an email about Iron Man. Um, Stand by. So, but June 30th, again, our race coming up is 7.3 Des Moines. That was our next one on our schedule. And that was like the third week of June. I think it was like June 21st or something like that. So if that is true, then, um, then that race will get canceled but i have a feeling regardless that race is gonna get canceled yeah especially after seeing that the w go ahead i was just gonna say it doesn't look like it's wtc it looks like wts WTS. okay but if they if wts announced it then i have a feeling iron man will too it seemed like the wts was more what's the right word like was faster to respond to all this than iron man was in the first place i mean probably because they were being purchased dude that happened too so much has happened yeah but um yeah it was like when we had our race it was like the very next day wts still raced in like mululaba or i forget where it was but anyways Lots canceled. Um, I teased or I like suggested that maybe we'd get something up on our website um, for folks to check to see if things have been postponed or canceled. Um, I've decided I will make that um, so you can find that by the time this posts on Thursday. I hereby solemnly swear that I will have some sort of tracker up um, and I'll update that on Fridays because it looks like that's when at least Iron Man is dropping their postponements and cancellations um but you'll you can find that at for triathlonpeople.wordpress.com um another quick plug for our website is that i'm building out some recipes of our like recurring meals okay um you suggested this oh okay cam's all surprised because of the tacos is really the only reason oh okay um we make really good tacos yeah so i'll put um some recurring meals up there will be things that cam hates like dutch babies and like uh shakshuka oh yeah i'll put shakshuka up because it's good it's not good and it's good for you cam hates it cam doesn't like red sauce and it's like my vice um anyway what do you, I, with the Olympics being canceled and that goes all the way to August. Yeah. I don't think there'll be anything until after August. I mean, speaking of canceled races, it was interesting. We were, wa- just to jump ahead, we were watching the Iron Man VR thing today and they had Flora Duffy on. Yeah. And she was like, she made a little note and it was like, 
I hope that we'll be able to race 70.3 Worlds in November. So <laughs> that's pretty crazy. But yeah, I mean, anything could happen. Anyways, on to our next topic, our okay. man, virtual reality. Here we go. Do you so, want to talk about the race first or do you want to talk about the system first? Let's talk about the platform first. Platform. Or like okay. the system, whatever. No, platform is the right word. I said system and definitely was wrong. Okay. Um, okay, so Iron Man Virtual Club is the platform. Iron Man Virtual Reality, it seems like are going to be the like challenges. Okay. Like um, the pro challenges. No, like anyone. Oh, like the races. Yes, exactly. Okay. Which <laughs> we'll get to. So the platform itself... You have to create a profile. Um, I had some trouble because it seems like they built this in like 45 minutes and then just uploaded it. It's interesting too because I tried to, I haven't done it yet, but I don't know why they wouldn't link your active account. Like, no, it it is. So I'm getting to that. So it basically was like if you have an Iron Man account, Uh log in with that if you don't have an iron man account like make one Uh um however it sounds like what it's doing is linking your current iron man account with this separate account through like um some sort of they're like sport something is what they're called that was really not helpful anyway i don't want to dwell on that um it's it's being hosted by a different like third-party website exactly and so you have now accounts with both of them but they're linked under one okay. so you should have only one login thing. okay but what i was trying to say in that there was trouble is that like everything was broken and i was seeing like live code on my page that was just like broken oh nice um but once you actually get in um what you'll see is your dashboard and so you have to link your some sort of I linked my Garmin, so you could link your Garmin, your Polar, whatever, some sort of activity tracking device. Um, And then from there, those activities that you do sync up with your Ironman Virtual Club account, and you'll see, like, swim, bike, run. Right now, mine are just runs and bikes, of course. So can you also link, like, training peaks onto this? Um, I was not prompted with that. I It's like you link with an an app. Oh, it's called Sport Heroes. So is it so just you like you could the... sync it with Runtastic, Strava, Garmin, Nike Plus, Fitbit, Runkeeper, Polar, Sunto, a couple of things I don't really recognize, so I won't say, but um, it's you have to connect it with, it says connect at least one application from this list. So it sounds like you need to connect it with one of these, like, whatever, 12. Huh. Um, yeah. So that, so you connect it and then it will sync up. It reminds me a lot of Strava. Uh-huh. Um, like it's pretty much the same thing in my opinion, not the same thing, but it's very similar in that you upload your, your workout. workouts and then you can compare them and compete with other people. Um, you earn credits and points, really no explanation of what the difference of those two things are, but for each workout, there's must be some sort of formula based on time and intensity that gives you a certain number of points and credits. Um, the, <laughs> the catch there is that your credits... And points are exchanged for um, discounts off of Iron Man sponsor Like Iron gear Man branded stuff. And Iron Man branded like store gear. So you could get, for instance, $100 off of Roka wetsuits, 25% off Hoka One One Rincon, um, 
A Ventum bike? Is that you can get $550 off the Ventum Z mechanical with NV race wheels. Wow. Even though... Oh, no, just kidding. Um, so that, you get $20 off at the Iron Man official merchandise store. So basically, what they're doing here is having you compete for to pay them more money than we're already paying them. So there's that. So what about... Can you do... Can you link your Zwift or like trainer road or those sort of platforms because like with indoor cycling if i just press go on my garmin yes it will say that i went zero miles in two and a half hours but on zwift it'll say that i went 60 miles in two and a half hours or something like that so zwift actually posted how to do it and um a blog post on this and they said you have to link tracking your fitness tracking app strava garmin connect or whatever Uh uh-huh um and only then could you use like your huh. Zwift and Trainer Road. So I've used my Trainer Road, but it's synced up through Garmin. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Um, so that. Um, okay. Um, so the. F- the is events. That- yeah. So VR1 just happened. It closed out an hour and a half ago today, Sunday. Yeah. Um, and VR2 is now open for like registrations. And that will. VR2 will happen April 10th to April 12th. Um, the format of these is that there are three segments. They are cumulative and competitive. So you run for VR1, it was 5K. It was a 5K, obviously because nobody's swimming. Mm-hmm. It was a 5K run, a 56-mile uh, bike, and a 13.1-mile run. Mm-hmm. And you can do those in any order, at any time, as long as it's within the like 6 p.m., Whatever, Friday. X-day, yeah, 6 p.m. Friday to... Like noon on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, they go through the actual time sta- or time zones or whatever. But the other question I had was, can you do them like broken up? So cumulatively, the run is like 20 or sorry, not 20. It's cumulatively like 17 miles. Can you break that up and do two eight and a half mile runs? And Morgan's answer was no, no. So you have to do them like as a 5k and then a 56 mile ride and a 13.1 mile ride. You can do those in any order, but you have to do like the whole segment. Yeah. You can't just do it cumulatively, which is interesting. Yeah. And VR2 right now, which is open and will, I guess, start pretty much right after this episode posts is a 3k run, a 40k bike and a 10k run. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk to on... The races? Oh, actually, yes. Yeah, something I want to bring up is that this is very obviously set up so that they can start charging for you to enter events. Yeah. Right now, VR1 and VR2 are, quote, like, free and open to anyone. It says, now open to our entire community. Yeah, and you just have to click sign up and do it, I'm pretty sure. But I think in the future, they will be charging for them. And they said, at least from what I've read too, they've said that you can get stuff from them. Like that's as opposed to, or an extension of what Morgan already said, like the discount codes and stuff at the Mm -hmm. Iron Man store and Roka and Hoka and Ventum or whatever. But they also said like t-shirts and stuff. I would assume like somehow they would be sending you like the finisher t-shirts or hats or medals or something. I don't know. I saw somebody today on Instagram posted like a certificate, but you can get that at any race. But um, I could make you one. Yeah, or Morgan could just make it. So. <laughs> but um, 
the biggest thing also that they announced was like somehow this will possibly possibly be including world championship slots, which is sort of first off it's just wild because of what we'll get to in a minute, but it's also just wild because of of what we also talked about earlier, which was um like would Iron Man have a 70.3 world championships in New Zealand that was only like half the field or half as competitive. And it seems like they would just rather be half as competitive and still profit off of everybody going with their 400, $500, whatever registration costs. Well, and profit off of the fact that like virtually probably 50% of people brought, bought race, like what, whatever, like race registration. Oh, race protections. Yeah. But it's also interesting because they can, if they start charging for this, they're just literally getting profit and they don't have to staff anything other than like they have to sit at home on their computers and design the website and make sure it goes through. Yeah, it looks like 11,000 people partic- <laughs> quote unquote participated, so signed up and then just under 7,000 actually finished VR1. Hmm. You earn badges for completing them. I'm literally running through the website right now and looking at this. Um, the other thing I want... Are we done talking about the actual event? Um, other no, than I want to talk about the rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but first, before we do that, the they had the... What is it? The challenges? The VR challenges? The pro challenge? Is that it? Yeah, the pro challenge. Like what we watch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pro challenge. So they had that in place of like their typical... Facebook I feel watch. like Iron Man is building this as they go. Like, Pretty much. This is like crazy to be watching this all happen. Yeah. But they did like their pro race. So on Saturday, our time, they had four pro women. And then today they had four pro men race. Um, and they did it on Ruby, which is another like virtual reality cycling app, which has like, they did like the 70.3 Boulder course. Um, and on the women's side, it was Jocelyn McCauley who won. On the men's side, it was Patrick Longa who won. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was what cracked me up, and I don't know that much about Ruby, but I do know a lot about Zwift. And what's interesting about these like virtual virtual programs is that like they're pretty realistic, but they're not that realistic in that on Zwift, for example, I can push like 300 watts for, say I push 300 watts for a uh, half Ironman. Still, even if I'm on the flattest course that Zwift offers, it would have my like half Ironman split as like two and a half hours somehow. Mm-hmm. When in reality, if I push that much power, I would probably be under 210 on a half Ironman course. And the same sort of thing happened today and yesterday with the 70.3 Boulder course. We, like, watched that race happen. The exact same thing the, happened. Yeah, and... <coughs> excuse me. And, the, like, both the men and women, when they raced here in Boulder, in real person, they had people, like, breaking two hours on that course on the men's side. And today, I think the fastest time was, like, 220 or something. And it's just like, and they're all holding a higher power because it was just like a, it was like a bike race, like a Zwift right. race, basically. You weren't coming out of the water and you didn't have a run, yeah. really. Yeah, so they would like, were hammering it out and they still were like over 220 on the men's side and over 240 on the women's side, which is like, that's just 
on a course like this, there's no way. But it was just funny to hear the pros say how realistic it was when in reality it wasn't that realistic. It wasn't even the pros, though, that were saying it. It was the announcer. Someone was like, wow, like, how'd that feel? Yeah. Justin, right? Yeah. And he was like, well, it was, like, definitely challenging. And they were like, yeah, well, that's how you know it's accurate. And I was like, what? Like, that's not, that's the exact opposite of what I would say. Yeah, I don't know. It's just so interesting. And, I mean, that's just like the whole game gamification of some of these virtual cycling apps. It's like even on Zwift, I can be pushing more power than anybody else. But if, like, there's a group of people, they can be pushing half mm. the power that I am per kilogram but still be, like, 10 miles an hour faster than me somehow. It's so interesting, the algorithm. But alas. Um, also Results. Say, wait, wait, but... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I keep delaying the inevitable. This is the best part of the entire I know, podcast. I know. But um, I just wanted to say it was cool because we got to see, I guess all the pros who competed also had to do like the 5K run. They did the bike live with us on the announcers. Um, Facebook Watch also just, uh, I just sigh every time. It's just something. It was like fine. What was the race that we watched? New Zealand where it was good. But... Uh, they just are boring. I don't know. This one was a little more fun. It was fun. I don't know. But it was just like... It's also just weird. I'm like watching a Zwift race. We just watched Lionel's Zwift race and it was just like weird. Yeah. It's just like their commentary just like irks me sometimes. It, It was cool seeing a lot of the pros. They had like a bunch of interviews with pros who weren't competing come on like Flora, Cam Worf. Yeah. Lauren Brandon was on there. It was pretty cool. But no, what I was going to say was we got to see one of the athletes who was competing, Justin Metzler, and his partner, Jenny Seymour. Who also competed. Who also competed. They were out on their run today. They're doing, I'm, I would assume, one of the runs, which was kind of interesting. But it was cool. We waved at each other. Yeah. And I told him good good, good ride. I, I didn't said, recognize who they were. Cam said, did you see them? And I was like, I don't know. We waved. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, results. No, no, wait, one more. Ah! One more. Um, the, the other like highlight was Rennie, Miranda Carfright was on the women's race on Saturday and she was riding along just fine. And Tim O'Donnell, her partner, like tripped over her power cord or something and like disconnected her. So she was like out of the race. And a bunch of people like reported on it. Like the Guardian had a big article. Yeah. That. Crazy. <laughs> okay. Like, this is the thing that makes triathlon. Yeah. Like famous. So silly. Anyways. Ugh. Anyway, I feel like I hyped this up too much. This happens to me all the time. I hype it up so much. And then we get to the moment where I'm like going to drop it and mm-hmm. it just falls flat. So I'm going to need your help here. Okay. To just make it hyped. Okay. Okay. So I just got like some sort of notification. I don't remember if I got an email or what, but that the VR1 results are out. Which, of course, me, being the, like, highly competitive person that I am, I clicked on them and looked them up, even though I didn't compete in it, right? All right. Overall female times, Cam. What are your guesses? I don't 5K, know. 5K. Okay, let's This see. is overall female, not even age group? Overall. This is what is... Ooh, okay, I need you to Morgan actually prime is... me for this, because I don't know how to present it. Morgan, so, okay. we don't even have to do the, the game of this, all right? The number one female is a name I don't recognize. Okay. She's in my age group. If there's a woman I don't know in my age group who is somehow winning races, something's wrong. Okay. Either with my data or with something else. It could just be that none of the 
good girls were competing. Like, we didn't compete. A lot of people, I think, are just doing their normal training. And don't like, want to compete in this? I guess, yeah. All right, so that's a fair point. Yeah. That's a fair point. Now, if I actually look at their times, I'm shocked. Okay. 5K run, 1909. Okay. Pretty speedy. Not impossible. Not unheard of. But pretty fast. Now, this is where my mind really started turning. Is when you get to the 90K bike. Which was 157.16. That's a surprisingly fast bike split for 25 to 29 female. Right? It's impossible. It's impossible. What would you... Okay, I don't want to put you on the spot. But if you want to like noodle on, what speed would you need to be going to do that. What 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 they go? 157. So Alistair did that. I think you have to go like 29 miles an hour. Alistair Brownlee did that? Yeah. Okay. And then the 21K run, she did in 137, which again is like fine. Doable. Doable. Manageable. Now, I'm surprised by this. I'm, I'm intrigued. So I've looked her up on the overall age group Ironman rankings. And her most recent, this year's race... She did her bike, 70.3, in 254.31. So you're going to tell me that somehow she was able to drop two hours off of her bike split just by being inside? And then on top of that, drop almost over 20 minutes on your run? I don't know. I'm calling her out. Now, I'm surprised here. So I've, I've gone on now to the second place person, overall female. The problem is that they... I, I don't know what they're doing about power files. Because, like, on Zwift now, I saw a new notification. There's, like, a little icon that shows up next to people who are really suspicious with their power, like, watt to kilogram ratio. Uh-huh. And there's, like, a thing that's, like, ooh, our, like, algorithm needs to identify you as a cheater. And they, like, get pulled. But... Well, I just don't know what they're... I mean... The reason I say this, again, just really quickly, the second place person is also wildly suspect. We don't have to go through the splits exactly. You clearly but, were not. This is exactly what I was talking about. But her I split, hyped it up and then it fell flat because no, you didn't engage with me. No, the her bike split was like 138 was the second person. She biked 56 miles in 138, which is Which like, has never happened? Literally, I've never seen Would that, that be a record? Yeah, she would. Yeah. She's the fastest female cyclist to ever have lived. And it's like these, and I don't know. So then when you say that these results are not necessarily these, but like Ironman VR might be used to qualify people for world championships. Like how are they going to call out these people who are apparently breaking world records and breaking personal records by hours? Yeah. I I don't know what they're doing. I don't think that they should have world championships lost up for grabs. I think that's baloney. Me too. Yeah, I mean, it's do just any interesting. of these mail times jump out to you as, compl- like, I mean, there's, a, there's almost every single male biked under two hours for their 90K bike. You have a 158, a 145, a 157, a 154. So the eighth place guy biked a 132. So, yeah, you heard that right. He biked a 90K <laughs> bike in an hour and a half. So that's absolutely insane that's biking what is that 60 kilometers an hour another 25 to 29 age grouper i just like this is this is why i didn't compete in this this is why i don't intend to engage with this it's just yeah that guy who biked the 130 or whatever he averaged 37 miles an hour on his bike apparently 
So I, I don't know. It's just really interesting. I I don't know why they didn't like standardize this and just have it be a Zwift race. Like Zwift has a lot of challenges and stuff on their platform. Like, hey, bike a hundred miles in the month of March and you get a little jersey or something. Mm-hmm. Like it blows my mind that Iron Man didn't partner with Zwift because Zwift has a very good reputation of it's money, I think. Yeah, I, I know. Have but had to I'm split the pot. You they know? just have a very good reputation with other brands and challenges and everything else. And it's just, it's just crazy that they're trying to go it on their own. And I don't know. I I'm not even like sponsored by Zwift or anything. I just like the races on there and stuff are like really cool to watch and they're cool to participate in. And I I don't know. Anyways, anything else to say on the dopers or i don't even know what they did cheaters i I just think it's cheating and i think if you got eighth place overall in iron man vr and you're proud of that and you cheated to get there i think you have other issues you need to work out yeah and i think iron man has issues they need to work out Speaking of all of these virtual platforms, so many. There have been like literally a I've gazillion saved all of the emails, a gazillion things happening. So apart from Iron Man's VR, what other things are there that you? So seen? I have Garmin ten thousand steps a day challenge. Yep, I got. That. I have Map My Run. I think was doing something. Hmm, okay, can't find that exact email. Um. Fleet Feet is doing a virtual training community. It seems like everybody's doing it. Literally, everyone was like, you're stuck inside. Oh, USAT has virtual bike run. They have run, had, bike run. Yeah, they have like virtual triathlons or something. USAT, I saw. I saw Roka has a challenge. Wow. I also saw that. Roka has a challenge. What are they doing? I don't know. They have something. I just, I just got like a random spam email about that. Also, Zwift <laughs> has been like more active than ever. They just added like a second guest world on. So now you can bike in either Watopia every day or two different worlds every day. So that's like Richmond and London and those rotate. But like, I think it's because their servers were getting really overloaded and they wanted to like dial it back. So now they're splitting it over three different ones. Um, But yeah, Zwift races and meetups and challenges have been like incredibly active on that platform. What else you think? Those are really it. I got the USAT virtual races. That they but that's have. not like you say that's really it. That is crazy. That is overwhelming. That okay. is every single, every single one of these companies being like, we need to have a war room. Everyone getting together and be like, what do we do? We need to have a virtual challenge. And then they all announce them in one week and yeah. like send out these email blasts. Like, I think you're right to, I think you're on the right track with asking why Zwift isn't partnering with Ironman VR. I'm wondering why all of these other companies aren't partnering with everyone else. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. It's just, I, I'm just, it's just been like an overload. Everybody's been doing it. It's crazy. Right. Anyway. And then like on top of that, I have like people I personally follow on Instagram making up challenges that are like, obviously not the like C10, do 10 that came and went. That was... Very brief. Very brief chain mail. But I have seen like um, a local triathlete here did, she was like, C10, do 10. I'm switching it up like C10 miles, do 10 miles. And she had like, like a lot of people engage and be like, she had like six or seven people complete 10 miles and tag her in their posts. 
We're just like, this is crazy. Everyone's just like looking to be a part of something. People are like, I think people are losing their minds. It's nuts. Personally, I'm just exhausted. But physically? Physically and mentally. Anyways. Anyway, okay, so anything else on virtual other than the pro racing was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, I think, nice to see like some competition. Something. I've just missed that. It was content. just cool to see all the pros and how they were dealing with it. And I don't know, it was cool to see a little bit of competition. I think, I don't know, I wasn't a huge fan personally of their cycling platform. I think that Zwift races, and like if anybody out there has watched Zwift e races before, those are a little bit easier to spectate and see what's happening. This was very similar to our usual Ironman coverage where they just like followed one person. And I was like, what? Literally, what are we doing here? It was, it was, I don't know. It was interesting. Flora even made a comment to... Bradley? No. Yeah. He lives here. Uh, Justin? Joe Gambles. Yes. She made a comment to Joe. They were talking. He like waved to her. She was like, hi, Joe. I don't know where you are, but you're doing great. And I was like, Literally, a pro athlete who is being interviewed on your show has no idea has where no they idea how to read what they're watching. You know? Yeah, it was really it was really confusing. So <laughs> I but, feel like in some Ironman still has a lot of work to do. Yeah, people are obviously cheating on the platform, so that's great fun. Um, I wonder how I they lo- did it. I really want to know because, like, I wonder if they just like took like a e bike or their car out. Dude, or... you can change. I mean, you can edit your data. I could go into Training Peaks right now. I think I can even do it in Garmin, possibly, and say that I went, like, change my watch from seven miles that I did today to 13.1. And I think that would just upload in. I don't know for sure. I'm not saying that's how they did it. I'm just saying you can can fudge the data. You definitely can. If they're connecting through all of these different apps, there's no standardization. Yeah, just again speaking on like these Zwift races, it, they like have them weigh in and everything beforehand to get their accurate weight per kilogram sort of measurements. And, like they all use the same trainers. And they're in the same room. They're in, like the same rooms yeah. most of the time. Which Sometimes of course they we aren't. can't do right now. Yeah, but they can't like... do right now. But like, yeah, there's just like a lot of rules. I don't know. I just basically can't wait until we meet all these people on the starting line, IRL. That's the same thing in like Zwift races though. Is like you'll have me who just pushed 330 watts for 40 minutes and average heart rate of like 175, and then you'll have Gary down the street, <laughs> a 50 year old man who pushed 150 watts for 40 minutes, but somehow has a has a heart rate of like 100 and still somehow destroyed me. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, speaking of all these Zwift races, um, Morgan did mention earlier, we just finished watching Lionel Sanders, um, like Zwift e-race that he did with a bunch of pro cycling teams. Um, and I would say, check that out. I think it was really cool. If you haven't done a Zwift race before or seen how intense they are and like how much they push you to your limit, that's definitely a cool little insight on it. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was just something, it's a pretty long video if you want to watch the whole thing. Or... Can you skip to the end? Because we just watched the last, like, 10K. Yeah. And it was really interesting. Yeah, it was cool. But, um, yeah, it's just something to entertain you while you're bored, hopefully. I don't know. Another entertainment while you're bored. Um, Eric and Paula. 
Eric Lagers from Tim the YouTube. loves Eric Dude, so much. I don't... No. You love Eric. But I did predict his gravel riding coming to fruition. Um, he, like, has gone, like, almost, like, full-on gravel cyclist now. It's cracking me up. But, no, their YouTube channel and the last two videos that they've posted, not this week's, so... What is it? Today is the fifth, but the last week's. Can I interject really fast? What? Because I couldn't find the person, the overall male Ironman VR person. Mm -hmm. And then I found him on Instagram, found uh, his most recent Uh 70.3. He raced Muncie in 2017. And while he was somehow able to complete the bike split in 132. Nice. Right now. Great. So fast. We're proud. He... For some reason, uh, it must have been a fluke. Maybe he had one wheel. Yeah, one, and he flatted 14 <laughs> times. Yeah. But at 70.3 months, he, his bike split was 250. Yeah. So somehow he pulled. Took off, he almost cut that time in half this race. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, okay, sorry for that interjection. I just was on a mission. Um, you called Eric's gravel happening. You yeah. Happen. Yeah. Um, but not this week. So today's the 5th, April 5th, but March 29th video that they put up was definitely their best video I've seen to date and they're crushing the game. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. That's it. I'm just, they're my favorite triathlon YouTube channel right now. They're pretty cool to watch. That is until FTP creates some real content anyways no they put out some really really good stuff um yeah they also have awesome like race rundowns if you will so the like, race videos yeah like when they went to 70.3 indian wells they like walk you through the whole process kind of like what we do before on the podcast they do that in a video um right after so pretty cool yeah um what else another thing to keep you entertained hopefully we watched a really cool video. Um, again, Red Bull TV put it out, or they like <laughs> published it, or whatever. They they're the ones who like put it all together, and we've constantly been saying that they're way better than anything Iron Man does. But they put out one called Trek Going In, um, and it was really good. We we followed along with our cross country treks, cross country teams. Um, like whole journey in all of their races last year so that was 2019 and that's like what they follow but they also follow their enduro and their downhill squads and it was just really really cool and if you like cycling even in the slightest bit you'll like this and hopefully it'll it'll inspire you to follow along with that team's or just the red bull tv and the cross country and downhill basically we hope that you like yolanda she is our queen (laughs) that's all you need that your main takeaway should be yolanda is is the best is the the best yolanda neff is the best yeah she's really cool but yeah that'll keep you i think it was like an hour and a half long but it was really awesome so anyways what else is there to talk about today um a big announcement in like I don't know, I guess the pro world. Jan Fredino signed with Hoka One One this last week. A like total shock. Shocker, yeah. I did not see that coming literally at all. Um but yeah, he signed with them. We'll see what comes of that. I'm I'm interested. They definitely must have been, I don't know. It's just interesting to me because he's been with Asics forever, number one. Mm-hmm. But then it seemed like the entire like 
the entire market was going towards Nike or is currently going towards Nike. And I am, I mean, an athlete of his profile easily could have been signed by Nike and at least in my opinion. So I, I don't know. I'm shocked that he didn't. What if my working theory is that Jan likes being like the guy, like the ASICs guy. Okay. You know, and like Javi is Hoka, right? No. What? Oh, he's, he's on. on. Um, anyway, that supports my theory that I think Jan might have been like, I want to be the, the yeah, guy. Yeah, but nobody's in triathlon and is Nike's guy. Nike doesn't sponsor like hardly anybody in triathlon. But not in triathlon. Do. I just mean like Nike's got Elliot athletes. Kipchoge. They've got the athletes. Yeah. They've got the talent. So you think, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know for sure. I just am like, maybe. I mean, I guess he sort of did a similar thing with Canyon when he signed with them. It was like Canyon was like relatively unheard of. Not unheard of, but like at least in triathlon, it was like, yeah, there were like a couple of people riding them. But then when Jan got Canyon bikes, it was like all of a sudden everybody. Everyone had a Canyon bike. Everybody, including the cousins from Alabama that I mentioned earlier, <laughs> is riding along on Canyon Speed Max. Which, again, it could just be marketing. And yeah. you're right, they could just be paying Jan a ton of money, and that's that. Yeah. I don't know. But that was interesting. Are we still talking about Jan? Is Jan our next topic? Um. So, again, another thing to keep you entertained. Jan did an interview with Zwift this last week, too, which was really insightful. Because, um, like, I feel like he never does, like, interviews like that or videos. Yeah. But it was really cool to see his pain cave and what he's been doing. He's also been doing like a ride, a social ride every Friday called Frodissima Fridays. Um, but yeah. There's and that, that was shot by Courtney, who is local to Boulder. And she does all of like Tin Man Elite's footage. She did the Zwift Academy tri-team, a lot of their footage. Hmm. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Courtney. Yeah. Shout out to Courtney. Yeah. I follow. I just like her stuff. She puts out really good stuff. Um, and then the other thing with Jan is that he announced that he'll be doing a full Ironman indoors. God bless. And he man. like confirmed that this was not a joke. This was an April Fool's <laughs> joke or anything. I don't know. I don't know if he has a pool. I don't know. He has to have like the ocean or something. something i don't know i honestly have no idea i haven't seen him swimming or posting anything about swimming recently so i i am not sure if he's been swimming or how he would do that leg of the iron man so that'll be interesting um but that's all i have to say about jan if you have anything else that isn't all we have to say about jan okay what else we have to say that jan was called the king of kona when this is why we're talking about patrick Longa. Oh, wait, when did he say that? When did somebody someone say Someone brought, like, oh, I thought that's why we were going to talk about this. So someone somewhere, don't remember where, I think it was part of the interview, someone was like, like, here from the King of Kona, Jan Fredino, and I was like, we, everyone always just ignores Patrick. Like, Patrick d didn't even have his, like, Kona win, in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Like, everyone was like, oh, but Jan wasn't there. Yeah. It was like the year that Jan wasn't there, Patrick won. Well, it was the year that Jan like pulled out because his back was tight. And then the next year was Jan was injured, so he didn't race. Right. And so Patrick's like, and ever literally, it's just like viewed in that frame, though. And everyone just was like, but we wish it were Jan. Yeah. 
I don't know. Poor Patrick. First off, congrats for winning two world championships. I know. But it's like everybody just like, eh, it's whatever. Basically to him. It's almost like, um, I don't think Seb's was of that standard. Because Seb, I think everybody, at least a lot, most people know Sebastian Keenley's name and like, like him. But then like, I don't know, maybe Frederick Van Leerd. Maybe it's like of his caliber, sort of. I don't know. Where people just like, aren't his biggest fan. I don't know. Jan just has everything going for him, basically, is why everybody just loves Jan. But yeah, that is all I have to say about that topic. Do you have anything on that, more on that Patrick Alanga topic? Uh, no, that was it. I love Jan. I just feel, I feel for Patrick. We, I had like a, I don't know if it was a dream or what it was. It might have been just like Kim a has been having like very vivid dreams lately, like just jolting out of his sleep. He had cockroaches on him the other night. Yeah. Last night he started just singing, like like singing, like very much like opera almost. I had this one dream where somebody broke into our house. First off, Morgan has been leaving the door open all the time. Because it's beautiful. And but I've been sitting had, doing my puzzle by the door. I had a nightmare that I like was went out to check that the door was locked at night and the door was wide open. And then I turned around and I got stabbed and killed. And then I saw, <sighs> as like my last sight, I saw Morgan getting stabbed and killed by another intruder. So, but Morgan just continues to leave the door open. I've been better about it, though. I've been uh, trying. Anyway, Cam's been having very vivid dreams because he's been drinking sugary drinks before bed, and that my theory is that that's reacting weirdly in his brain. Anyways, I had this uh, dream. I think it was a dream. Maybe it was just like a thought. <laughs> I don't even remember. But it was when our... I want to see the duel in Kona between Alistair Brownlee and Javier Gomez. I feel like it's coming. Hobby. When like Jan, I don't know what it, when and if Jan will ever retire, or when his crazy winning streak will be over. But I want to see the duel between those two triathlon greats and who will, because I think both of them are totally capable of winning Ironman World Champs, and it's just a matter of like when. <clears throat> but alas, that is all I have for the whole episode. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on this day. Sunday for us, Thursday for you. Uh-huh. I don't um I don't have anything else coming up either. I have no like previews of anything. Well, we'll just keep everyone posted on our Instagram as things change. Yeah. I, I we don't know if they're gonna do a another like pro challenge for next week's Iron Man VR thing. But if they do... I don't know if they do, Cam. <laughs> yeah. If they do, we'll tune in and let you know how that one goes. And, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.